Welcome to Love Aum, Living Change with Colleen St. Michaels. I am an intuitive development expert and spiritual guide. My intention for this podcast is to offer support, guidance, and information to help bring your light and inspiration into the world. Welcome to Episode 7, Standing in Your Fingerprints. I received a letter from one of my viewers last week, and she asked, how is it that she is to continue following her development in her spiritual courses, as well as maintain healthy relationships with her family and friends who don't understand and do not support her? And I thought this was just such a wonderful question that I wanted to bring it onto the podcast because this is something that was really one of my biggest obstacles when I was first, you know, coming into learning about the angels and learning to develop my intuition because part of me was super, super excited. And the other part of me, because I hadn't healed myself to stop pleasing everyone else. So when I was not supported, it really discouraged me because I felt, how can I, you know, follow this? And I feel really, really good about it. And I I actually feel um, happy. I feel um, excited. I felt passionate. But yet the people who were closest to me were poo-pooing it. They were mocking it and putting it down and it really made me go into almost a hiding. And I remember uh, one time during my lunch break, actually going in my car and reading um, an angel book, like I was hiding some dark and dirty secret. I did not want to put it out there to even let people know what I was doing because I really didn't even know what I was doing. I just knew that something was calling me to learn more. That inner, you know, voice was was so curious and I just was in a state where I was not willing to abandon this calling, but I also wasn't willing to put it out there. And so it's a lot of moving parts because number one, the energy that we hold our vibration is what we're sending out to people. So if we look at our energy like an, an, a magnet, we're attracting to us people and situations that align with that belief. So when you're feeling confused about it or you're really not you know, certain of what you're doing, you're almost going to be triggered by people who challenge it or you know, aren't going to validate you. So I want to take you through this journey to help you to not only accept it within yourself, but also not look around for people to accept you in what you are choosing to do that's best for you. And this is also a beautiful, bold step in self-love. It's just different. So it seems like it's secretive or it seems like it's actually, you know, not not good for you, but it's something that is available to all of us. And each and every one of us came into the world as a 
spirit being doing a human experience. And in this human experience, we have all the coordinates to our journey within our soul's imprint. And our soul's imprint is, you know, designed by the divine. And our fingerprints here are our human identity. So when we take this wholeness of both soul and the physical body, our fingerprints are our unique imprint in the world. And our soul is the unique imprint in the divine. So when these two pieces harmonize, if we were to take your fingerprints and place it onto your soul chart, it would be the door that opens because it was created specifically for you, your coordinates to your life experiences, your growth, your fate, your destiny, your purpose. And every single person who holds place in this planet has their own purpose and has their own right to be in this world, but not all of our charts are designed to have the same experiences. And that's what creates us to be so diverse. Our world is uniquely diverse, and this is no different. We're just not taught how to flow with it. We're not taught how to move with our uniqueness. We're conditioned to follow a society standards. We're conditioned to, you know, only show up in situations where we're either happy or we're normal, quote unquote. And so as you're experiencing this awakening. And what is an awakening? It's your soul's alarm clock that's saying, okay, you've had an enormous amount of human experiences and now it's time to have the wholeness of mind, the body, and the spirit, the enlightenment. Because we're not a human being without doing a spirit and we're not a spirit without having the human experience and we're not a mind without having a spirit or a human experience. We're the mind, the body, and the spirit where all parts of us are coming together as a whole. And that's what this curiosity that you're experiencing is. It's a building block to your wholeness. And it's connecting all of the pieces so that you have all of your working parts moving you in the direction to your purpose. And that's what's so beautiful. We have to create a wholeness to separate the separation. You know, when we are just in our mental space, we're separate from our spirit. And we're just in our physical body, we're just separate. We're creating that wholeness. And when we do this, we are creating a situation that we become more confident. We become more clear. We become more available to help people because we have self-love, so we have boundaries. So In answering this question, when she said, how do I coexist with the people that I love and still continue to develop this spiritual information and this knowledge? And the long short of the answer is not everybody has the same wake up date and not everybody needs to be coerced into believing what you believe. It is empowering to you to do something that you're saying yes to yourself and in understanding that not everybody is going to be happy. You know, I've had clients who went through severe depression and they spent so much time in bed and they just felt lifeless. 
and their families would say, you just have to get up. You just have to go outside. You just have to do this. You just have to do this. We have all these suggestions telling people what they need to do. So then at some point they had this awakening and they have felt life again within them and they have felt great to learn and they felt supported and loved and they felt really great in the mirror when they saw the reflection and they felt really great on the inside. But then another family member comes along and says, well, why are you doing that? Well, that's not, that's woo-woo. That's this. And the one client I spoke with said she just felt so discouraged because she said, I just can't make people happy. I wasn't good enough when I was laying in bed. And now that I feel great, I'm still not enough. And I'm sure on some levels we've all felt that. And it is true. We cannot look to others to validate what our soul is speaking to us. And when we own the vibration that what we are doing is okay, and what we are doing is supporting your growth, you will quickly start to see that your energy starts to shift. Your belief system starts to shift. Without words, you speak wonderful messages to people. Because that energy of enlightenment, that energy emanates out and people become curious as to what are you doing different? You look different. You're acting different. And there are not enough words that could convince someone that what you're doing is okay. But when you actually start living the action steps and you slowly practice every day in your healing and you slowly practice every day in owning your light, standing in your fingerprints, meeting yourself in the mirror, that transformation speaks volumes because your energy moves at a much greater distance than your words will ever meet anyone. And that is how it is that you can own who you are and still love others. Because what happens is that we can we can live happily when we disconnect from attachment and attachments are often, you know, nooses because we become attached to needing someone's approval. We become attached to the stories of we, you know, of other people's beliefs of us. And it's not just one situation that creates those attachments. It's, you know, a slow drip that slowly becomes the flood in life and it, why it emotionally drains us and, you know, just feels like an emotional tsunami. And usually when that tsunami hits is when the awakening happens because we're not resisting our instincts anymore. We're not resisting. We know that we've hit that wall and we've tried it our way. So let's just be willing to be willing to explore this way. And I can tell you when I first started um, to learn about angels and I did not come from a family that was accepting of this. I did not come from an, a very open-minded family. I came from a very uh, strict Catholic family. And I remember just laying in bed at night and just praying to God that I was not doing something evil, that I was not doing something wrong. And the more I prayed, the more beautiful confirmation messages that I got and, and seeing numbers and seeing feathers. And when I would ask the angels, could I feel them? And I just felt like this warm embrace around my body. 
I thought to myself, if something is wrong with this, then I want to be wrong because this is the most joy and this is the most peaceful feeling I've ever had. And it was just so beautiful. And when we ask for divine support and when we ask the angels to guide us and when we ask Archangel Michael to protect us, we will be protected. We will be, we will be given those messages and, and nurtured as we walk through this process. As humans, we tend to really rely on the approval of other people. And one time, Archangel Michael has said to me, he said, Colleen, why do you lean so heavily on others to tell you that you're okay? And I thought, I really don't know. I just know that I do it. I almost felt like when I was a child, I would wait for approval. I would wait for guidance. I would wait for the direction. I actually prided myself on a person who takes direction really well. And I thought about that question and I said, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I said, I, I have to be honest with you, Archangel Michael. I, I just don't know. And he said, you're giving all of your power to other people and they don't even have control over their lives. So why do you believe that they would have control over yours? And it was like a wing slap. And for those of you who know me, wing slaps are the aha moment where a wing just whisks across your face and wakes you up. And that was a wing slap. And I thought to myself, my goodness, I am asking for approval and I really don't approve of half of these people and how they're, they're carrying upon life. And I wasn't judging it, but when I really sat and I thought about it, so ask yourself, you know, why do you seek approval of others? And why is it that we don't trust ourselves? And why is it that we feel unworthy of this happiness or why is it that we feel like we need to recruit others into the spiritual journey with you? And, you know, because that's another thing is that most people don't want to develop their spiritual gifts because they're afraid that everything will dissolve around them. And, you know, not every partner, not every person is meant to wake up with you. Sometimes we're meant to have supporters in our lives. Often people who challenge us are our greatest teachers. Because for myself, I was in a spiritual closet. My first office, I opened it around, I guess it was like 45 minutes away from where I lived. Nobody knew what I did. I told no one. And I was afraid of judgment because I was still willing, but I was still uncertain. And I remember, you know, going to hypnotherapy school to get my license in hypnosis, just so I could tell people I was a, a hypnotist. And that wasn't as crazy as me saying I was an angel intuitive and a medium. So I went really, really, you know, far to hide myself in the spiritual closet, because I felt so empowered by it but I still wasn't 100% sold on people believing in me who were around me. Um, and it was so funny because 
my first Facebook page, I had the old ice cream cone picture. It was like so ambiguous. I didn't have any trail or connection that it could potentially be me, Colleen, as Angel Wisdom. And it was super funny because I look at that now and I think to myself, wow, <laughs> you really opened a business so under under the radar. And, you know, I, I remember asking the angels in, you know, a question one night and I said, you know, I followed all the steps. Like I started this business. I got the space to host my sessions. I did everything that you asked. Why is no one coming? And they said, you haven't become comfortable with who you are. You did all the, the work, but you're still not comfortable with who you are. And once you get out of your own way, people will be on their way to see you. So I quickly asked myself, am I going to hide and be hopeful that people will find me? Or am I going to stand in my fingerprints and take the chance? So I took the chance and it was the most beautiful first step I ever took because the woman that came to see me as one of my first clients, she had her session with me and it was just really beautiful. And at the end of it, she said, I can't wait to share you. And she happened to be ahead of and ran a networking company. This woman blew the roof off of my business. And because I said yes, and because I stood in my fingerprints and I still went into a very scary space, but I went into it with trust, everything opened up. And as I sit here today, living my passion, living my dream, living my purpose, and living in my healing, I offer you this advice to just be willing to be willing to continue doing what makes you feel good, continue to heal, continue to thrive, continue to grow, continue to be patient with yourself, and understand that the process will flow as it's meant to. Because when we spend time in that mental space and we worry, and we worry about what people will think, and we worry if we'll be judged, and we'll worry, well, what if I am doing something wrong? And what if you do everything right? Still, people will come at you if it's not aligned with them. Because they're not living your dream. They're not living in your fingerprints. They're not living in your light. And as you listen to this, believe, and have trust and faith that the divine knew exactly what they were doing when they brought you into this world to hold your purpose and to hold your passion. And it's never that the divine doesn't believe in us. It starts with the reflection looking back at you. Meet yourself in the mirror, get to know your greatness, and then share it with the world. Thank you for joining me on La Veille.